All right, welcome back to the Blaze Experience, everyone. Hope you're still enjoying that intro song. I haven't had much feedback on it yet, but if you want to send me feedback on the intro song still, you know, still definitely feel free to do so. I definitely appreciate any feedback on it and see if anyone else is enjoying it. But that being said, we are back for episode number 18 today. Episode 18 is going to be back to State of Decay 2 once again. We always have our weekend State of Decay 2 episode every week. And this time for State of Decay 2, we will be talking about the fifth skill slot. So there's obviously the four main skill slots that we talked about last week. Today will be about all the options you have for the fifth skill slot. But just quickly before we get into that, we have a couple of things to mention about the podcast fast. So I did mention in the last episode on episode number 17 about we're looking into streaming and a, a podcast YouTube. I am still working on that stuff. I am getting closer to having that ready. So, you know, I'll keep keeping everyone updated and hopefully soon I will have a YouTube ready for the podcast and some streaming ready to go. But it's definitely coming close. So my goal is to have it ready next week. So we'll see if I'm able to do that. But yeah, in addition to that, I wanted to mention our next episode will be scheduled to release on Tuesday, and we will be having an episode on Warhammer Vermintide 2. This game is free on Xbox Game Pass right now, so if you have Game Pass, you can download it and try it for free. Otherwise, I believe it's a $30 or $40 game. I forget how much exactly, but... You know, definitely if you have Game Pass, download it and try it out. Or honestly, I would probably recommend going out to buy it. It's a pretty good game, honestly. But we will get into that more on Tuesday's episode. So stay tuned for that. We will have a kind of introductory breakdown in that game. But that's kind of the news for the podcast today. So as I said, this episode will be all about the fifth skill slot in State of Decay 2. So what I'm going to do is break down all the options for the fifth skill slot. There's a lot of community skills. Community skills would be like gardening. It would be construction. It would be computers, skills like that. And then there's what are sort of special other skills. The special other skills would be things like lichenology, fishing, scrum master, um, business, for example. Those are a few of the special other skills you can get. So I will be breaking down those as well. Now, there are a lot of skills involved, so I won't spend a ton of time on every single one because total fifth skill options, you have 43 different options. So that's quite a bit of options. So basically, the goal of this podcast is to take those 43 options and break them down a little bit for you. That way, you know which ones are the good options and which ones aren't so good. So at the very end, after I go through all these options... As I said, some of them will be a little bit more brief than others. What I'm going to do is give sort of a bottom five ranking. I'll rank the bottom five options out of the 43. And then I'm going to rank the top 15 options. So the best 15 options out of the special other skills and the community skills, I'll be ranking the top 15 out of all those combined. So stay tuned for that at the very end of the episode. But first, we have to actually get into them. And before we do... I just have a bit of State of Decay news. So they did have a new stream, Undead Labs did on Wednesday. And this stream was with programmer Jeff Salt. And it was a very interesting stream. He answered a lot of unique questions. And in that stream, Jeff talked about a lot of different things. One of them was he talked about 
the hostile enclaves and sort of how they go about programming to have you loot them. And someone else asked about looting zombies, so he talked about why that's a little bit harder to actually program into the game. So that's just one of the things among many he talked about, but definitely check out that stream. It was a great stream. In addition to all the unique perspectives that Jeff Salt offered in that stream, Jeffrey Card, who is one of the designers for Undead Labs, he actually gave the podcast a plug, so I definitely want to thank him. You know, thank you very much, Jeffrey, for that. That's really appreciated. And basically, he and Undead Labs plugged our podcast, and they allowed me to drop a link in the Mixer stream. So if you're checking that out on Mixer, then you will see in the chat, you'll see me in there, and I dropped a link for the podcast. So that was very nice of them to plug us, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Undead Labs, and thank you, Jeffrey Card. It's really appreciated. And then beyond that, there's no patch notes this week. But I do have some interesting information that I got from one of the developers of Undead Labs. I won't call them out by name because I'm not sure if they want to be named as far as this information. So just in case they prefer to name anonymous, I will keep their name off of this part. But basically from our last episode, they kind of reached out to me a little bit. And they mentioned one correction from my last podcast that I didn't understand correctly. So I really appreciate that. Basically, the injury severity, I had that wrong, how that works. So when you have minus uh, X percent injury severity, it actually means something different than what I thought. I thought it meant you had less chances to get injured, but it's actually a little bit different. Basically, what the developer told me is it means you get as just as much injuries as everyone else does. But the chunk of health that the injury takes away is that much smaller. So, for example, if you had minus 50% injury severity, that means each injury is half the usual size. And when they're taking damage from trauma while down on the ground, they gain it half as fast. So that is very interesting. And I'm glad I have that correct analysis now. So thank you. But basically, this does change things a little bit because you still get injuries the same amount of times as everyone else would. But the injuries affect you less, essentially. So that is definitely great to know that, and I'm glad I understand that skill better now. Or sorry, the trait. Technically, it's a trait, so I'm glad I understand that trait better. But that is one correction that was from the last podcast. And not so much a correction, but this same developer did give me some news that wasn't exactly announced in the last patch notes. So in the last patch notes, they didn't highlight this, but they actually changed the effects of a couple of firearm specializations. What they did was sharpshooting is now dramatically increased for dismemberment, and assault dramatically increases knockdown chance, both at the highest star level. So basically he said that they're sort of the shooting equivalents of swordplay and striking now. So this is definitely very cool because obviously gunslinging and weapon handling are, you know, usually are more go-to options for shooting. But basically what Undead Labs is trying to do here is balance out sharpshooting and assault more. So now when you use those, it's going to be a dramatic difference than it was before. So sharpshooting will be a much bigger boost for dismemberment and assault will be a much bigger boost for knockdown. So that's definitely very cool and it leads more reason to actually try those skills out more, which 
that's great. You know, I'm always all for trying out skills more and changing things up a little bit just to see how they work. So that is definitely a great reason to try those out again if you've already tried them and see how the new improvements actually work on those. But yeah, that's basically all the news I have for State of Decay 2 this week. There wasn't a ton of news, but that's perfectly fine. There's always a lot to talk about with the game, even if there isn't news, which we'll get right into our topic for today's episode, which is the fifth skill slot in State of Decay 2. And I'm really excited to talk about this one because I think this is one of the areas of the game that's very, very hard to actually pin down what you're supposed to do if you're a newer player, because like I said, there's 43 different options for this skill. So that's when, you know, you take, say, computers and you specialize it. After you specialize, there's two options for each of the eight categories. And then you have all those special skills as well. So there's 43 different options. And that's really hard for a new player to go, is this a good option? I don't know what this does. Should I pick this? Should I not pick this? So I'm going to try and help you out here and kind of go through a lot of those fifth skill options. So basically what I'm going to do is what are called your community skills are your eight regular skill books, which are like computers, cooking, chemistry, craftsmanship, gardening, mechanics, medicine, and utilities. Those are your eight normal skill books. I'm going to go through all eight of those and what they specialize to a little more in depth. And then when I get to the sort of like special other skills you can use, like lichenology, for example, I'm going to kind of breeze through some of those a little faster. I will stop on the ones that are a little more useful, but there's so many of those skills that I'm just going to kind of run down the list a little bit when I get to that point. All right, but that being said, we will get right into it and we'll go to our first skill book for the community skills. Our first one is computers. So computers, what this will do for you is unlocks command center three and spy drones and it's improved at upgraded command centers. So this is honestly a very good skill to have. There's two different versions when you specialize it. But computers is very essential because computers affects the outpost that you have. If you have a command center level three, then you can have four outposts. And honestly, you always want a command center level three. So no matter what playthrough you're going through, I definitely absolutely recommend having computers somewhere. And we'll get into the two options when you specialize that, but... Absolutely, you want to have somebody with computers on your roster. So whether you have a community of eight, whether you have a community of four, however big your community is, just make sure one of them has computers because having an extra outpost slot is very useful to you. But as far as the specializations for computers, you can either specialize with electronics. What electronics will do is it unlocks solar generators and allows crafting of C4. And then at the max level of this, you know, when you specialize it and then get it all the way up to seven stars, it will give you plus 25% parts salvage from weapons. So this isn't bad. Um, it's not one of the best, best skills, I would say, but the extra parts salvage from weapons, that is very nice to have because parts are very crucial in this game when you have to repair your weapons, when you have to use parts to make upgrade kits for vehicles. Or whatever you need to use parts for. But basically it's nice to have the extra parts. That's very handy. The crafting of the C4. C4 is fun to use. But I wouldn't say it's a game changer. Where it's going to make this skill. You know far above the rest of the skills. And the solar generators. Those are nice because they do help you with power. If you don't have power yet. But if you've already completed the game. With the builder playthrough. Then you wouldn't really need a solar generator. But 
for people that haven't done it yet, the solar generator can be nice to help you with your power. So electronics, I mean, it's not, you know, super great, but it's not really a bad skill either. I could definitely see some uses for it, particularly for the people that don't have the Builder Boon Legacy card yet. So if you don't have the Builder Legacy Boon yet, then I would say electronics might be a little more useful to you than other players. And then the other option for computers is programming. So what programming does is it allows use of assault drones and allows crafting and remote box mines. And then at max level, it will give you a minus 15% radio cooldown. Now that radio cooldown is actually very useful to you because think of your radio, all the different things you can do with it. You know, if you have the right enclave, you can get cars dropped to you. You can get supply drops. You can use the assault drone that's given with this skill. You can call for help. There's a lot of different things that you can do with your radio, and this gives you minus 15% cooldown with that, even like finding a play card, for example. So having that minus 15% radio cooldown, that's very handy because that just means whatever you use your radio for, it's going to be active again 15% faster. So that is definitely very handy because your radio is very useful in a lot of situations. So being able to use that radio faster is something that's really going to help you in the game. The remote box mines, I'm not really a huge explosive person. So to me, it's not, you know, a giant game changer. I mean, the remote box mines are definitely useful and definitely nice to have, you know, because you can blow them up remotely. So it's definitely handy that way. But I think the bigger thing with this skill is the assault drones. So basically with programming, you get access to assault drones, and this is very useful because if anyone's had an outpost that gives you an artillery strike, this is sort of a better version of that. Because you can use your assault drone to basically have the same effect as an artillery strike, but the key here is you're not actually taking up an outpost a lot of it. So your artillery strike... The negative side to that is it takes up one of your outpost slots, and your outpost slots are very valuable. So having the assault drone that can just do the same thing as the artillery strike without taking an outpost slot up, that is very useful to you. So programming is definitely, you know, one of your better skills, I would say. I won't say where until we get to the end of the rankings, but I would say it's definitely more useful. Next category we have is cooking. So cooking is another one of your community skills. This will unlock Kitchen 2, and it allows preparation of feast so kitchen 2 will just allow you to make you know more items that are kitchen related you know food based items uh, snacks pretty much and it allows you to prepare feasts which feasts will help you with with morale so if you're low on morale a feast will help you with that but the two specializations for cooking you have cuisine what cuisine does is it greatly improves morale bonus from feast so basically those feasts that you already get a morale bonus from when you have this skill, it's going to greatly improve the morale bonus. So essentially you're just going to get a bigger boon for your morale. And when it's maxed out all the way, you get 10% influence gained. So anything you do, you'll get 10% more influence. So honestly, cuisine really isn't that useful. I mean, because there's a lot of other ways you can get morale and there's a lot of other ways you can get influence. And that's basically how I put it. I mean, it's not like it's a negative thing to have it, but there's just better options to use, I would say, for your for the skill slot. Because if you have 43 options, this shouldn't be one of the options you're picking, honestly. 
there's other options that will be more beneficial to your community in my eyes. So the other option for cooking is nutrition. Now nutrition is a lot more useful than cuisine in my eyes. When you upgrade it all the way, you get plus 10 max health and plus 10 max stamina. And that in itself is great because you just get 10 health and 10 stamina automatically. And that's awesome for whatever character you have that on. But in addition, just the base skill will give you the ability to craft nutritious snacks, reduce rationing penalty, and improve stamina from feast. So your stam your feast will give you more stamina now. And if you do have to ration, if you have low amount of food, then it'll be a lower penalty on your morale. But honestly, the biggest aspect of this that I love is crafting nutritious snacks because usually your bags of snacks, if you use them before, you know that they refill your stamina. Same thing as like energy drinks can refill your stamina. But the amazing thing about nutritious snacks is it refills your stamina and gives you a little bit of health at the same time. So this is huge if you're, you know, fighting a horde of zombies and you actually run out of stamina. If you use a nutritious snack, then what it's going to do is refill your stamina and a little bit of your health. I mean, it's not a great amount of health. You know, it's it's barely going to make a dent. But the fact that it actually gives you some health back while you're obviously needing it, then it's amazing. Because there's going to be very few situations where you need stamina, but you don't need health. Usually, if you need stamina, you're probably going to need health, too. So this is very handy because it's the only thing, in, to my knowledge, in the game that will give you stamina and health at the same time. And that is huge. So not only does the max upgrade give you plus 10 max health and plus 10 max stamina, it gives you access to nutritious snacks, which will give you stamina and health at the same time. So definitely look out for nutrition. It's one of those skills that you're going to want, I would think. So next we have chemistry. Now what chemistry will do is it improves the crafting of incendiaries and recovery items. So one of the options you have when you specialize chemistry is munitions. So munitions will unlock your fire safe storage, allow crafting of thermite, C4, and improved ammunition. And when you upgrade it all the way, it'll give you plus three max ammo storage. So this is definitely handy, I would say, because plus three max ammo storage. I mean, you're going to find out if you play the game for a very long period of time that ammo is definitely key and you want to have more ammo storage because you want to be able to have as many ammo rucksacks as possible. And this will allow you to hold more. Now, along with this, the fire safe storage also does the same thing. The fire safe storage will increase your storage of ammo and fuel. Now, fuel doesn't seem like something you're going to need as often to me when I've played, but ammo definitely is because you can craft, you know, different types of ammo. You can craft your 7.62 ammo. You can craft your 12 gauge shotgun ammo. You can craft your 5.56 ammo or your 9 millimeter pistol ammo, whatever ammo you need to craft, you can craft that. And then if you have extra storage, you can craft more of that. You can just keep going out and get ammo rucksacks and just keep holding more ammo in your base. And as I mentioned before, I'm not the biggest fan of explosives, I don't think I would rather use fireworks personally than explosives because fireworks distract your zombies a little more. So I would rather just be able to use a firework, you know, distract them. And if I want to kill them, I can kill them or I can get sneak away. The explosives, I mean, they're definitely a lot of fun to use, honestly, but I'm just more preferential to the fireworks. Like, for example, the ones in the Independence Day pack. So I would prefer to use those than explosives, but the C4 and the thermite that it gives you 
access to are definitely useful if you like explosives. So the other option to specialize in chemistry is pharmacology. Now what pharmacology will allow you to do is it gives you reduced cost for plague cure and it crafts strong painkillers and then also gives you plus three max med storage. So the extra storage for meds is nice, you know, but plus three isn't that much. And then crafting strong painkillers, strong painkillers are definitely useful, but honestly, your fifth skill slot is so important because you only get one fifth skill slot for each character, obviously. And I just don't think this skill is worth your time because even though you can actually craft strong painkillers, which is nice, I mean, why not just craft a bunch of regular painkillers and be good with that instead? Because the usefulness of the strong painkillers doesn't outweigh that skill slot. That skill slot is too valuable to waste on a skill like this, I would say. Because there's other skills that will really help you in your community a lot more than this one will. You can find strong painkillers in the world. I mean, your friend might have a couple that he can drop you if he has extra. Or, like I said, you can just craft regular painkillers instead. I mean, I'd be perfectly happy with carrying regular painkillers over strong ones because you can just make a bunch of them and always have access to them. The strong painkillers will obviously be better in the long run, but it's going to help you more in the entirety of your game to have characters that have really useful skills in that fifth skill slot. Because once you select a skill slot for somebody, you can't take that back, so... It's very crucial that when you specialize, you do it right the first time. And I would say using this as a specialization probably isn't going to do much for you. So the next category we have is craftsmanship. So what craftsmanship will allow you to do is it unlocks forge and barracks too, and allows weapon crafting, and you can improve it at the forge or at building any facility. So basically your barracks too, that's, you know, more when you're using a warlord, you can actually get more beds for somebody. And it allows weapon crafting, which more applies to your forge, but having that forge is nice and it's handy. So, you know, craftsmanship is useful in that way. Which, speaking of the forge, one of the specialization options for craftsmanship is metalwork. So what metalwork will do is it allows you to craft masterwork melee weapons, and you can make parts from materials. And when it's upgraded all the way, you get plus 15% for all weapon durability. So that extra durability for your weapons is very nice, and it's definitely handy to have that because you don't want your weapons to break, obviously. And the Masterwork Melee weapons, I know I've heard from a lot of people that they're not huge fan of these. I mean, there's some that I like better than others. Like some of the Masterwork weapons you can get are like a, a Razor Edge Machete. You can get a Crow's Beak and two other ones, but those are just a couple examples. And they are nice, and they do seem more durable than other weapons. But the problem I have with the Masterwork weapons is, one, there's not really a lot of variety of them right now. So I hope in the future that Undead Labs will look into this and make more of a variety of Masterwork weapons, because that's the problem I see with this skill. Having Metalwork would be such a useful skill if you have more variety of Masterwork weapons to make. So I hope in the future that... There's plans to make more masterwork weapons because having only four weapons, it does kind of take away some of the reason to actually use this skill. And not only that, I think there needs to be weapons that are a little bit less weight to them. I mean, I understand the concept of having masterwork weapons, you know, 
it probably takes more steel to make those and therefore they're heavier because they're reinforced. But the lightest master weapon you can make, I believe, was either five or eight pounds. And that's pretty heavy for your lowest weight weapon. I mean, a lot of weapons that people choose to use tend to be, you know, more around the two pound, three pound range. But some of the master weapons, I believe, are even 10 pounds. And 10 pounds is a lot of weight that's going to affect you when you're playing the game. Because as we know, when you're playing the game and you have a heavier weapon, that's going to affect your stamina more. So, I mean, honestly, metalwork isn't a bad skill per se, but it's just not as useful right now because there's not a lot of options for your master weapons and the options that are there are kind of too heavy. And the third issue I have with using metalwork as a skill is the master weapons are too readily findable in the world. Like a lot of times when you go to a trader, you can spend 300 influence and buy any of the master weapons you want. Not, you know, 300 for all of them, but 300 per item. So if you want a crow's beak, you could spend 300 influence. If you wanted a razor edge machete, you could spend 300 influence and then have, you know, two of the weapons. But I think the metalwork weapons should be a little bit more exclusive. So I would say if there's a way to make them come up less in traders, that would be nice because I think if you're going to use a skill slot on this, you should be rewarded a little more. And that's just kind of my thoughts on metalwork. So personally, I wouldn't use metalwork too much, but it's not a horrible skill if you want to use it. If you are going to use it, what I would say is definitely make a bunch of the master weapons and then destroy your forge because your forge isn't that useful to you once you make your master weapons. So make a bunch of master work weapons and then destroy your forge and use your skill, your um, building slot for something else. So the other craftsmanship specialization option is construction. So what construction will do is it unlocks your heavy duty storage and it allows the crafting of storage facility mods and you can make materials from parts. When this is upgraded all the way, you get plus one labor. So having that extra labor is definitely nice. You know, more labor is more things you can do at your base at the same time because say you have five people if you have this skill, then you're going to have six labor, even though you only have five people. So that is very handy, and it will help you get things done faster. But I wouldn't say it's something that's going to, you know, break the bank and make you love the skill, like, unconditionally. But the heavy-duty storage is very useful. You can only have one of these storage options at once. And the heavy-duty storage is nice because it will upgrade the amount of material storage you can do. I wouldn't say it's probably the best type of storage. I will get into that a little more later, but it is nice to have. And the ability to make materials from parts, it is handy. I mean, I wouldn't recommend using your parts to make materials a lot, but it is something handy. If you're really in a jam and you need materials, then you can use that. And then the storage facility mods. I mean, it's nice if you need one of these mods, but the mods that are available to you to make it's kind of the same with metalwork. I would say that there probably needs to be a little bit more variety in the mods you're available to make because the ones that you're allowed to make, you can you know just as easily find them in the world somewhere, and it's not really worth your materials or your part cost to make them, I would say. But, you know, this is definitely a, I would say, the better skill of the two for craftsmanship just because of the heavy-duty storage option and the labor helps out too. 
So honestly, the whole craftsmanship, both of these, I would say they need more options for the skills they provide you with. Or not the skills they provide you with, but how should I put this? I guess more options for the abilities they provide you. That's the best way I can say it, probably. So like for the metalwork, you know, there should be more masterwork melee weapons, I would say. And for the construction, there should be more storage facility mods, I would say. So our next category is gardening. What gardening will do is allow us the improvement of yields and the growing of meds at gardens and farms. And you improve this by using it at gardens and farms. So one of the specialization options for this is herbalism. What herbalism will do is unlocks top end garden and farm upgrades for meds production. And when it's upgraded all the way, it'll give you plus one meds per day. And the other option for specializing this is agriculture. This will give you plus one food per day when it's upgraded, and it unlocks top end garden and farm upgrades for food production. Now, the reason why I didn't really stop down on either one of these is because they're both basically the same thing, just one of them does food and one of them does meds. Personally, I don't really use the gardening skill at all, mostly, because it doesn't provide enough benefit for me for the skill slots I have. I think there's other skills you can choose that will benefit you a lot more than using either one of these gardening skills. I mean, it is nice to have an extra food or meds per day, but a lot of times you can find characters in your world or you can actually roll them at the start of your game and have characters that already have traits involved that give them this. So there's a lot of traits involved that will already give you, you know, food or meds per day and you wouldn't even need a skill like this. Or like some of the ones we're going to get into later, you get something like Lycanology, which is going to be a lot more beneficial to you. And then the top end garden and farm upgrades for either meds or food. Honestly, it's not a bad thing, but there's ways around this that you don't really need the top end farm and garden upgrades. Like, it's not horrible to have them, but if you play the game long enough, you know ways around this where you're not going to need to use those. So, personally, when I play now, I don't use gardening at all. I mean, on all of my characters, I will never use any gardening skill because there's just better options for me and there's ways around the boost that gardening gives you. So if there's other ways around to get to where I can get the gardening options, then why would I pick gardening when I have better ways to get what it does? So, you know, maybe that's something that Undead Labs can look into in the future and kind of buff gardening a little more. I mean, if um, agriculture and herbalism gave plus two food or plus two meds per day, that would definitely make these a little bit more useful and more worth your time, I would say. But at plus one food per day or plus one meds per day, I don't think it's going to be worth your time to use these. I think there's better options for you to use. Now, next category we have is mechanics. And in my mind, mechanics is the best category that there is for your community skills. The reason for that is both options for specialized mechanics are so useful that I kind of like to have both options in my community. So when I play, I mean, I don't always do it, but in every community, but a lot of communities I play with, I like to have both of these specialization options at my disposal because having both of these options is very useful. Whereas a lot of the community skills, you know, only one of the options is useful or, you know, both of them aren't very useful to you, but... Mechanics is, I would say, the best community option where both options that you have for specializing are useful to you. So what mechanics will do is in Lost Workshop 3, 
which you definitely want to workshop three, so it's good to have one of these options. And it allows the crafting of toolboxes and box mines. And you can improve this at workshops. So honestly, you pretty much have to have one of these options because you definitely need to be able to craft toolboxes because you need to be able to fix your cars. So you pretty much have to have one of these options every time you play, I would say. But one of the options you can have with this is auto mechanics. So what auto mechanics will do is it unlocks your auto shop and it allows crafting of vehicle upgrade kits at the auto shop and quick repair toolkits at workshop three. And when it's fully upgraded, it'll give you plus 25% fuel efficiency and plus 50% vehicle loudness reduction. So those in itself are very useful because your vehicle is not going to be as loud when you approach a house or zombies. And it's also going to give you better fuel efficiency. So you're going to need fuel less and your vehicle is not going to make as much noise and get you into more trouble. But the real key with this is it unlocks the auto shop. And I know a lot of people don't like to keep an auto shop at their base. But having that auto shop is very useful because you can get your vehicle upgrade kits and you can upgrade all your vehicles. Now, there's definitely ways around this. I mean... You can go ahead and buy your upgrade kits off of a bunch of traders, but to me, my influence is more valuable than to waste on upgrade kits because I would much rather have this skill, build an auto shop, and make all the upgrade kits I want rather than buy them all. Because buying them all is going to cost you a lot of money depending on how many cars you want to upgrade. But this skill is very handy to have, and I would say it's one of the better skills in the game because having access to that auto shop and to be able to upgrade your vehicles, that is very key. Because your vehicles really get you anywhere in this game. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get very far on foot. And having your upgraded vehicles, I did a whole podcast on that if you haven't checked it out yet. And there's some great upgraded vehicles that are really worth your time. And this will help you get them. Like I said, there's definitely, you know, you can definitely buy the upgrade kits and get them that way. But I would say this is a better way to get the upgrade kits. And in addition to that, you can get the quick repair toolkits at your workshop now. So the quick repair toolkits, they basically just repair your car faster. And that's honestly very handy to have because if your car blows up or something and there's a horde all around you, you want to be able to repair that car very fast to get out of there. And the quick repair toolkit, it works a lot faster than a regular toolkit. But your other option for specialized mechanics is engineering. So what engineering will do is it allows you to craft advanced muzzle attachments. And when it's fully upgraded, it gives you minus 33% repair parts cost so basically you have you can repair weapons 33 percent easier and it's going to cost you less parts to do that essentially so any weapon that you have that breaks down you know it might take if it's say just for example took 99 parts to repair that weapon it's now going to take 66 instead and that is very handy to have because with this it's just so useful to save your parts. Your parts are very valuable in a lot of situations and using more parts to do the same thing obviously doesn't help you. So this is a very handy skill to have just for that alone. But the other aspect of this skill is you can craft advanced muzzle attachments. So you can craft, you know, your silencers, you can craft your muzzle brakes, things like that. And these are very useful to you, but not only are they useful to you, you can craft the advanced ones with this, and these are basically the same quality that you're going to find, you know, when you buy them out in the world or something. So these are very high quality, and they provide almost identical usefulness to the ones you can find out in the world that are, you know, supposed to be the max options for muzzle attachments. 
So engineering is definitely a great skill to have, and I would say it's something you want in your community. Our next category is medicine. So what medicine will allow you to do is unlock infirmary three, and it allows crafting of first aid kits and offers health boost actions at infirmaries. You can improve this at infirmaries and the field hospital. So the main reason to have this, I would say, is being able to get those first aid kits because first aid kits, it's very handy to have those for injuries and different things like that. So being able to unlock that infirmary three and get those first aid kits, that is the reason you want medicine. Now, out of the two specializations for medicine, it's definitely better to have one than the other. Oh, and sorry, um, medicine also gives you plus one charge of a call for help on your radio. I forgot to mention that part. But out of the two options for specializing medicine, I would definitely say surgery is the better option. What surgery will do is it unlocks injury recovery actions at infirmaries, but when it's maxed out, it gives you plus 20 max health. So the plus 20 max health, I mean, everyone's going to love that because your character just has more health. So, you know, it's definitely handy and definitely useful. And the other option for specializing medicine is pathology. Now, it... I probably don't like this one as much just because I don't end up needing it as much, but I could see why it's useful for some players. But this will unlock infection recovery actions at infirmaries, and when it's fully upgraded, it'll give you plus 100 infection resistance. So it basically makes you very resistant to infection, which the reason why I don't see this one as being as useful is I don't tend to get infected a lot. I mean, probably in my time playing, there's definitely I can count on one hand how many times I've been infected so it's definitely been less than five I don't know exactly how many I have to go through my head and think of it but it's definitely been less than five times I've been infected when I play this game so to me it's not as useful because of that but if you're someone that's been getting infected a lot then I could definitely see choosing this over surgery because if you really need that infection resistance then this did definitely help you out a lot now to me, if it wasn't for the Infirmary 3 and having access to making the first aid kits, I probably wouldn't want either one of these options a great deal, but I want the first aid kits so much that I would probably go with surgery and just keep that on there just for the first aid kits, and then i just make use of the 20 max health. But medicine, I would say, is one of your a little bit weaker categories, I would say. And our last category we have is utilities. So utilities, I would say, is definitely right up there with mechanics as one of your better two categories. What this will do is it unlocks hydroponics and boost power and water duration, and it improve. you can improve it at latrines and at power and water facilities. So basically, just for the hydroponics alone, you have to have utilities. Like, please don't go into your games and not have utilities because hydroponics is so useful it's a lot more useful than a farm or a garden and you can make a lot more food or meds with your hydroponics so please use your hydroponics you know get utilities and start making some hydroponics i mean just to give you an example at my current base i only have one hydroponics no farms no gardens and with one hydroponics I can actually make enough food to pretty much feed my base. And that is amazing. I mean, 
there's other factors involved in that setup. You know, I'm using a compost bin, for example, which the compost bin will double my production. But basically with one hydroponics, you can actually find ways around things. That way you're set and you don't need things like farms and gardens as much. But in terms of the options for specializing, you have electrical, which electrical will give you refrigerated storage and it unlocks a solar array. So refrigerated storage is basically is your storage that will give you more food storage. So that is definitely handy. And when it's fully upgraded, you get plus 20 parts per day. So that is definitely useful because your parts are obviously very valuable to you. And the other specialization option, I think this is one that gets overlooked a lot, but the other option is plumbing. And plumbing is honestly a lot better than you think. Like, I feel like a lot of players overlook this, but what it does is it unlocks latrine upgrades and improves latrine bonuses. So a lot of people are going to hear that and think, latrines, why would I want a latrine? But the latrine gives you so much boost to your morale that it's really worth it because if your community is ever low on morale, all you have to do really is clean your latrine and you get a huge boost to your morale already, especially if you have your latrine upgraded. So plumbing is very valuable just for that aspect alone because it gives you so much morale. But on top of that, whatever character you get plumbing to, when you upgrade this all the way, you get plus 20 max stamina. And if you've heard me talk in the last podcast, you already know how much I love stamina and stamina is so important to me when I play. And having that extra 20 stamina when you upgrade it is just huge. I mean, my leader right now, she has plumbing and she has, I think, 210 stamina right now. And that is a ridiculous amount of stamina. And I know you can get higher. There's a couple of different things you can do to get higher than that, but you can't get much higher than 210 for stamina. So I definitely love having her have that much stamina and she is just a beast. And one of the reasons she is a beast is because plumbing, you know, without plumbing, she would be at 190 stamina and 190 is still nice, but 210 definitely sounds a lot better. So if you haven't ever thought of plumbing, you know, definitely give plumbing a try. I mean, it's one of those really underrated skills, I would say, that you wouldn't think would be great because who's going to think, oh, getting some toilets? I mean, why would I want to do that? But it, it actually gives your community a lot of boost. You get the extra salmon on that character and you get a lot of boost morale. All right. So that is all of our community skills. So we went through all those. Now we're going to kind of get into our special other skills. And like I said, these ones I'm going to kind of run down a little bit faster just because there's over 20 of these and some of them aren't worth talking about a ton. But I will try to stop off on one of the some of the ones I want to make notes on. But if you hear me just, you know, mention what a skill is and say what it does, that probably means that I don't have a lot of comments on it because it's neither a great skill and it's not a bad skill. So the ones that are great and the ones that are bad, I'll try and stop off on more. The ones that I don't say much about are the ones I kind of think are more middle of the road and they're not really worth thinking about too much. But one of the skills we have here is acting. Acting will give you plus 100% standing rewards and 10% influence gained. We have animal facts. Animal facts gives you no useful effect. And this is one that I'll stop off on real quick because... I don't quite understand why this has no effect. This is the only skill in the entire game that has no effect to it at all. So my theory on this is either 
A, Undead Labs plans to do something in the future with this skill that they haven't released yet. Like maybe perhaps with the future DLC, they're going to make an update to the skill that ties into that DLC. So maybe that's why this skill has no effect. Or the other thing I thought is maybe it's an issue where this skill was always intended to have an effect, but there was some kind of error that Undead Labs was not able to fix yet. And maybe that's why that this skill has no effect. But I don't really understand why this has no effect. But those are the two theories I had as to why there's no effect currently in the game. You know, maybe it's going to be something that has to do with a future DLC or maybe it's some kind of error that they haven't been able to fix yet. But obviously with no effect, this is definitely one of the worst skills because it does nothing for you and it takes up your entire slot. Bartending, this is honestly one of the lower use ones. It gives you knowledge of cooking and knowledge of alcoholic beverages. So not really that useful because, I mean, knowledge of cooking doesn't help you that much. It basically just gives you access to feast and knowledge of alcoholic beverages. That's basically supposed to give you more morale in your lounge, but there's other things you can do in your lounge that give you more morale. So this is a skill that's, you know, one of your worst skills, I would say. Business, this will give you plus 10% influence gained and plus 35 influence per day and knowledge of influence. This is definitely a great skill to stop on because plus 35 influence per day automatically, that is very handy. And then anything you do, you'll get 10% more influence with this. So business is definitely a great skill to look out for. And it's one of the better skills you can have for the sort of special other skills. Comedy will give you plus six morale and 100% standing rewards. Design will give you knowledge of art, knowledge of craftsmanship, and plus 50% global action speed. Driving, this will give you 100% fuel efficiency, 50% vehicle loudness reduction, and 50% vehicle impact reduction. So driving is one of your better skills as well, because having the extra 100% fuel efficiency, that is huge. Your cars can go longer without needing fuel. And then on top of that, your vehicles will be less loud and they'll have less impact reduction on them as well. So this is kind of, you know, the advanced version of auto mechanics in the sense of the cars. Auto mechanics will give you access to all the cars that are upgraded, but if you have one character with auto mechanics and then another character with driving, then that's really going to boost your community because you already have access to all the upgraded cars. You have, you know, less vehicle loudness reduction already from the auto mechanics, and then you're going to get more from this. Plus, you have an extra 100% fuel efficiency here, and then you'd have plus 25% fuel efficiency for the auto mechanics. So that would definitely be something that really helps having both of those in your community. Excuses will give you plus 10 morale. Fishing, this is one of the best ones because it gives you plus two food per day. I mean, doesn't say anything else besides that, but plus two food per day is amazing because if you play the game for a little while, you know how valuable food is. And automatically having two food every day coming from the skill that is huge because that's two less food you have to go find in the world that's two less food you have to make in a garden or a farm or hydroponics so this is definitely a huge skill to have geek trivia this will give you plus six morale and plus 50 percent experience rate and pop culture knowledge hairdressing that will give you plus 10 percent influence gained and knowledge of chemistry law Law will give you knowledge of influence and plus 10% influence gained. Lycanology. This will give you plus two meds per day, knowledge of gardening, and knowledge of herbalism. 
And Lycanology is another one of those that's very, very useful. And it's also one of the rare books that um, Undead Labs just made. Basically, there's four skills that out of these special skill sections that Undead Labs just made into rare books that you can find at Rare Book Traders. And this is one of them because, honestly, the four that they picked are definitely a great four. And they are for the best, you know, special use skills. But plus two meds per day, that is huge because meds are usually a little bit harder to find in the world. And also it gives you knowledge regarding on top of that. So that is very useful as well. So Lycanology is definitely one of your better ones. And just having access to that extra two meds per day, that is just a huge, you know, relief for you on your community. Because you already know you have two meds per day coming from this and you don't have to worry about it. Literature, that would be plus 6 morale and plus 50% experience rate and pop culture knowledge. Making coffee, that will give you knowledge of coffee preparation, knowledge of cooking, and you can make coffee more efficiently in the kitchen. Movie trivia, this will give you plus 6 morale and plus 50% experience rate and pop culture knowledge. Music, this will give you plus 6 morale, plus 100% standing rewards, and plus 10% influence gain. This is one that, you know, is... Definitely a decent one, I would say. I mean, it's worth mentioning at least that much. I mean, I don't have a ton to say about it because it's not one of the best, best skills, but it's definitely one that's, you know, probably at least like a top 20 skill, I would say. So it's definitely a decent one. Painting will give you plus six morale. People skills will give you 100% standing rewards, 10% influence gained, and knowledge of influence. Political science. That will give you 100% standing rewards and plus 25 influence per day and knowledge of influence. Scrum certification. This is another one that was made into a skill book at the Rare Skill Book Traders. It gives you plus 2 labor and 50% global action speed. So the extra labor is definitely very nice for getting things done fast because you'll have 2 extra labor to use. Self-promotion. 100% standing rewards and knowledge of influence. Sewing. Sewing is... Like plumbing, it's one of those very, very, very underrated skills. What sewing will do is it gives you plus 20 max health, plus 2 max consumable stack, and knowledge of craftsmanship. So this is really nice because it gives you knowledge of craftsmanship, which you usually have to use a skill book for. It gives you 20 max health, and it'll give you a bigger consumable stack. So sewing is definitely one of your ones to look out for, and it's definitely very useful to you. Sexting. This is actually the only skill in the game that gives you a negative effect. It gives you minus five influence per day. So this is definitely one of your worst skills because it's the only one in the game that gives you a negative effect. And that was uh, Sexting gives you that. Sports trivia. This will give you 100% cardio experience rate, 100% fighting experience rate, plus 20 stamina and knowledge of sports. So as you know, I love my stamina and... Just for the plus 20 stamina alone, this is definitely a skill to look out for. And then on top of that, it gives you cardio and fighting experience rates. So it'll really get your cardio and fighting up fast, and it'll give you plus 20 with stamina as you do it. So, you know, sports trivia is definitely one that's one of the better ones. Tattoos. This will give you plus 10% influence gained and knowledge of medicine. And then TV trivia is the last one. This will give you plus 6 morale and plus 50% experience rate and pop culture knowledge. So yeah, there we have it. Those are all of your you know special other skills. Like I said, I've had to kind of run through some of them fast because we have to get to our ranking, but you know, there's definitely some great ones in there. There's definitely some in there that aren't really that useful. 
but as we go through the rankings a little more, you can kind of see where they fell for me overall. And if anyone has any questions about some of the ones I didn't spend more time on, you know, say like you really wanted to know what I thought of tattoos a little more, or you wanted to know what I thought of TV trivia or self-promotion a little more, definitely just reach out to me. You know, I'm always open to answer any questions anyone has, but I can't spend a ton of time on every single one of these because there's 43 different ones. So I tried to break it up into the ones that were most useful to spend time on. But first in our ranking, we will get into our bottom five skills. So basically out of all 43 skills, these are what I would say are the worst of the 43. These are the ones that you really don't ever want to use. So please don't use these five because out of 43 skills, basically what I'm saying to you is there's going to be 38 options that are better than these five. So out of every skill, you have 38 options better for your fifth skill slot because you only get one fifth skill slot per character. So I really hope you don't use these five. But the worst one in the game is obviously sexting because like I said, this is the only skill in the game that gives you a negative effect. It'll give you minus five influence per day. Even though it's not that bad of a negative effect, it's for one, it's taking up a skill slot and two, it's taking up a skill slot to give you something negative. So there's really no reason ever to have this. And I think the dev has probably put this in there because they probably used this to kind of counterbalance some characters that were a little bit higher in traits. So maybe a character that had really good traits, they might put this on there to kind of counterbalance that character. So I think that's mainly why it could be in the game. But as a whole, don't use a character that has sexting. You can probably find a better character. Same thing applies to our second worst skill, which is animal facts. Now that one is second worst because it has no useful effect at all, so it doesn't do anything for you. But the only reason it's ahead of sexting is because unlike sexting, animal facts does nothing, whereas sexting gives you a negative effect. So it's better to do nothing than give you a negative effect. So that's the only reason that's higher. The third worst, I would think, is bartending. Now bartending doesn't really seem to do a lot for you. It gives you it gives you more of a boost of morale in your lounge, but if you've ever made a lounge, then there's so many things you can do in a lounge to get morale anyway, so bartending is really not useful to have that effect in your lounge, and then it gives you access to cooking. I mean, it's really not useful to have that because just the cooking base skill, the main thing it provides you with is you can get, you know, your kitchen too, and you can get access to feast, but just the base aspect of cooking is not useful. I mean, if you upgrade your cooking to nutrition, then it's very useful. But just having the base aspect of cooking with something that gives you a little bit of morale, bartending is really not worth your time at this time. I mean, maybe if it, you know there's an update to it in the future, it might be worth your time more. So those are kind of the three that are the worst, you know, special skills. But there's actually two skills from the community skill set that I think are bad enough that they're in the bottom five. So the fourth worst skill would be cuisine. Cuisine, as you heard me talk about it, it does really almost nothing for you. It's going to give you plus 10% influence gain, and it greatly improves your morale bonus from Feast, and that's not really something you want to have because you can get that a lot of other ways. I mean, there's a lot of other ways to get influence, and there's a lot of other ways to get morale, so there's really no reason to have Cuisine. And then our fifth worst, our last one at the bottom five, is Pharmacology. Pharmacology is one of your specialization options for chemistry, and this will give you plus three max med storage, 
reduce cost for plague here and it crafts the strong painkillers for you and again i mean this just isn't worth the skill slot because you know plus three max med storage you can do other things to get med storage and crafting the strong painkillers while that's nice it's not worth taking up a skill slot just to craft strong painkillers i mean you can find strong painkillers in the world you can craft regular painkillers you can find a lot of other ways to keep your characters healthy than to use pharmacology because taking up an entire skill slot just to be able to basically craft strong painkillers that's not worth your time so those are my bottom five and hopefully you like those if you have any suggestions on what else could be in the bottom five you know definitely get in touch with me let me know i'd love to hear your thoughts on that but those are my bottom five and the reasons why for those and now we will kind of move into our top 15 now i will say up front Making this top 15 was very, very hard for me because there's so many good skills that are useful in certain situations that it was really hard. And as I got into the top 10, the top 10 was even harder. Like these from 10 to 15, that wasn't too hard. But from 10 to 1, that was so hard for me to decide, well, is this better than this? Is this better than this? So it's definitely something that you can move around a little bit when when I say these top 15 it's more of like a collective, you know, these are the 15 ones you want. And like, say, you know, if you think number five is better than number two in the list, there's probably a reason that it probably would be better. But this is just my opinion on what the top 15 is and my opinion on what the order is. But what I would subscribe to most is that these are definitively the best 15 skills. I would say that is more of a testament than you know, this skill is number two and this one's number six. Like the order, I would say, is less important than what are the top 15 overall, because I would say the top from 10 to 15, those are a little bit less. Or sorry, from 11 to 15, I would say are a little bit less useful. But the top 10, I would say, are pretty interchangeable. So once I get to the top 10, you can kind of interchange those how you want, but I would say those are kind of a definitive top 10 in my eyes. But before we talk about the top 15, I do have one bonus one. I will say if I did a 16th skill, it would be Scrum Certification. Now, Scrum Certification was one of the ones that Undead Labs made into a rare skill book, but for me, it just, just falls short of the top 15. And the reason for that, I would say, is it's more situational because... There's not going to be a lot of situations where you're going to need an extra two labor on top of what you already have, because a lot of situations, you're not going to need to use all your labor at once. So Scrum Certification is definitely situational, I would say, and that's why it didn't make my top 15 exactly, because there's other skills in the top 15 that are less situational and they're more useful all the time. All right, number 15 is Business. Now, if you remember, business will give you plus 10% influence gained, and it will give you plus 35 influence per day. So the reason why this makes the top 15 is because it's always useful to have more influence, and business will help you do that faster. You know, plus 35 per day, that's 35 influence you can count on every day in the game, and for everything you do, you get 10% more influence. So business is definitely useful all the time, and... It's not obviously the best one because it's number 15, but it's something that's definitely useful for you to have. So if you see a character that has business, you know, definitely recruit into your community. Or if you're rolling for characters in the beginning, then if you see a character that has business, you know, definitely think about using them. Number 14 is sports trivia. 
Sports trivia is another one of those that are from the special, you know, other skills. And the reason why this made the top 15 for me is basically just the plus 20 stamina. I mean, having that extra 20 stamina is very useful and it's going to help whatever character that is out a lot. The 100% influence gain for, or not influence gain, but 100% experience gain for cardio and fighting, that's definitely useful, but to me, it doesn't take that long to get those stats up, so I would say it's not really that useful for that reason, and that's why it falls at number 14 instead of higher, because the other things it provides besides this 20 stamina aren't really that useful to help you out. All right, number 13 is construction. So construction is going to be your plus one labor, unlock your heavy duty storage, and allow you to make more materials from parts, basically things like that. And construction, I think, is, you know, worthy of having, but it's not really something that's going to change the game for you because I think there's other options besides having heavy-duty storage, and that's the main reason why it made my top 15 is because heavy-duty storage is nice to have so you can get more materials. But other than that, it doesn't really have a lot going for it, I would say, because using your parts to make materials, I think, is usually a bad idea unless you're really in a jam. So that's why construction falls a little lower on the list, but it's you know it's still top 15 out of 43. So it, it's definitely still worth your consideration. I would just say it's a little bit less. So number 12 is driving. Driving is another one of those special skills that was made into a skill book. And driving will give you your 100% fuel efficiency, your vehicle impact reduction, and your vehicle loudness reduction. So driving is definitely useful, but... It's not going to change things enough for you that it impacts the game at like a top 10 level. Because the top 10, I would say, impact the game a little bit more than driving would. I mean, you're not driving every second as you play the game. And to really be in the top 10, I would think it's something that needs to, you know, impact things a little bit more than driving does. You know, it's definitely nice to have that fuel efficiency and it's definitely nice to have the impact and loudness reduction, but... To me, I didn't find myself using driving as much as I would have liked when I had the driving skill. Number 11 is surgery. So surgery gives you injury recovery actions at infirmaries and plus 20 max health. So the main reason this gets number 11 is the 20 max health. That's definitely nice to have. But beyond the 20 max health, it doesn't do a lot for you. And that's why it doesn't rank higher. But having more health is always helpful when you face, you know, more hearts zombies you know, you face plague hearts, whatever you're facing, it's definitely nice to have that 20 max health. And there's obviously not a lot of ways in the game to get more health. So increasing your base stat by 20 is nice. So there's not really much else to say about surgery, but because of the 20 max health, it, it does, I would say, bring it up to a top 15 level. Number 10 is electrical. Now, electrical will give you access to refrigerated storage, which is really useful because it's always nice to have extra food in the game. This will upgrade your food storage a lot. So having that extra food storage is very nice, and I would say it's more useful than some of the other storage, but I don't think it's the top storage option. And also, the plus 20 parts per day is very nice as well, and then it gives you access to your solar array. So you, know, you get extra parts, you get more food storage, and you get your solar array. So... To me, those are things that are really going to help you in the long run of your game, and that's why it's a top 10 skill. Number nine is engineering. And as I said, you know, mechanics is the best, in my eyes, category for your community skills. And engineering falls at number nine. 
and engineering will allow you to craft your advanced muzzle attachments and gives you minus 33% weapon repair parts costs. So being able to repair your weapons without using as many parts is very, very handy because you go through a lot of parts repairing your weapons. And then on top of that, you can craft advanced muzzle attachments, which are just as good as like the best ones in the game, pretty much. So that is very useful because you can get really good advanced muzzle brakes. You can get your great silencers, and it's going to cost you less to actually repair those weapons. So to me, engineering is something that's always useful to you in the game, whereas some of the skills below this aren't always useful all the time. Number eight is munitions. And honestly, the real reason munitions gets all the way up to number eight is because of the fire safe storage. This is, in my eyes, the best option for storage because being able to store more ammo and more fuel at the same time, that's great. Whereas some of these other ones, it only allows you to upgrade your storage of one thing. This upgrades your storage of two. And on top of that, one of those two is ammo. So it gives you plus three max ammo storage and unlocks the fire safe storage. So... You can store so much more ammo with this, and it's just really handy to have the extra ammo because you never know when you're going to need more ammo of a certain type, and this allows you to really stockpile ammo and be able to use that when you need it. And then on top of that, it does give you the crafting of thermite and C4 and improved ammunition. So the reason why I think this is something you can use all the time is because you're always going through ammo, and... Having more ammo storage means that whenever you need that ammo, you're going to have access to it because you're able to store it. You know, you never want to run to a situation where you have extra ammo and you're breaking open the bags. I mean, obviously, there's a ways around this. You could store ammo sacks in cars and things like that, but it just makes things easier for you to actually have more storage already built in. So that's why I think ammo or sorry, munitions is the number eight skill. Alright, number seven, even though I really love my stamina, is plumbing. Now, plumbing is the one that gives you the plus 20 max stamina and unlocks latrine upgrades and improves latrine bonuses. So, even as much as I love stamina, I still had to give this number seven because there's just some skills that are better than it. You know, they give you more of a benefit overall. But plumbing is very underrated, honestly. And that extra 20 max stamina for that character, that is very handy. And the latrines, it's just so nice to have the latrine at your base because you can always have, you know, really great morale at your base by just using your latrine and upgrading that. It's all you have to do is just have one worker clean the toilets and then you have so much more morale at your base. So it's really handy to have plumbing because you can get a lot of morale and a lot of stamina, which are both things that I really like to focus on in my bases. So to me, you know, plumbing is something that's always going to be useful to you because you're always going to be boosting morale and you're going to have extra 20 stamina on that character. And like I said, I like this skill so much, I actually put on my leader. So, you know, that should tell you something that I put on my leader and I trusted the skill to do the job for it. Number six, just missing the top five is fishing. And fishing is another one of those skills that was made into a rare book at the rare book traders. And fishing will give you plus two food per day. Now, the reason why this is number six and not in the top five is because, well, that's all it does is give you plus two food per day. But even if that's all it does is give you plus two food per day, that is so useful because having that food already coming to you every single day and not having to worry about it is very handy. Say you have a community of eight people, that's already two food automatically. So say you had this skill, you have one person with fishing, you had one hydroponics. And then you use the compost bin on the hydroponics. 
there you go, eight food a day. And you wouldn't actually lose any food a day just by having this skill and one hydroponics with a compost bin. So that is very, very useful because it allows you to do things like that that you wouldn't be able to do in other situations. You'd have to make, you know, I have two farms or I have two gardens or you'd have to actually be a lot more creative and waste a lot more space at your base. But a skill like this, it allows you to save space at your base for other items and other, you know, facilities. So that is why I love this skill and it just makes things a lot less stressful for you when you're managing a community to have this. So fishing is number six. All right, number five is programming. So programming is the one that will give you access to your assault drones, allow your crafting of remote box mines, and it gives you the minus 15% radio cooldowns. And one of the bigger reasons that I think this is top five is your radio cooldowns, you use them all the time for different things. You could use them to find play cards. You might use them to find resources, whatever you're using it for it gives you minus 50% cooldown on that. And that basically saves you more time in game because if you're waiting around for a cooldown to end, it's going to end 15% faster with the skill. And that is really, really key. And on top of that, it gives you access to assault drones, which can, you know, if you're really in a jam, you can use an assault drone and blow something up. And not only that, unlike an artillery strike, you're not going to have to waste an outpost slot for it. So programming is very important. And I would definitely say it's something to use. And plus... You know, computers, you have to have computers somewhere in your base because you really need a command center level three. So why not have programming and get all these extra benefits as well? So programming, definitely useful and definitely worth being in the top five. All right, number four, I think people will be a little bit surprised about this one. I think the number four skill is actually nutrition. And nutrition is so useful because it gives you the plus 10 max health and plus 10 max stamina to your character. So whatever character has this, they're going to get plus 10 automatically for both of those. And that's really key. So you can use this on a character that you really, you know, plan to keep for a long time. But not only that, it's going to improve your stamina from feast, which will help your whole community. It's going to reduce your rationing. So if you ever get in a bad spot with food, you can actually have a less of a rationing penalty and you won't have as much penalty to your morale. And then one of the best features of this, that's kind of one of the unsung heroes of this skill I would say is it allows you to craft nutritious snacks and like I talked about before having those nutritious snacks is very valuable to you because you can actually refill your stamina and get a little bit of health back at the same time so you know if a zombie hits you right after you refill your stamina you're already going to have a little bit more health to actually counteract that all right so we are at our top three and our top three Honestly, number three, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people. I think number three is a skill that doesn't get any credit from anyone, and no one ever really thinks about this skill. But I tried to, you know, be a little bit coy about it when I went through the skills because I didn't want to tip my hand about this being, you know, so underrated that I think it's one of the best skills. But maybe you know which one I'm talking about. I'm talking about sewing. That's right. Sewing is the number three skill in the game, I would say. And even hearing myself say that, it's like, what? Sewing is your number three skill? So even hearing myself say that, it sounds weird, but the bonuses it gives you are so useful to you that it really makes sense because it gives you plus 20 max health to whatever character has it. So that's 20 max health automatically, which is very, very useful. It gives you knowledge of craftsmanship. 
So automatically, you're going to have knowledge of craftsmanship, which is very handy for you. And then it gives you plus two max consumable stack. So if you pair this, say, with resourcefulness or something, or with backpacking, you're already going to have plus two max consumable stack with this. And then if you pair it with a consumable stack increase from the other skills that are available in the main skill set, you're going to be able to have such a high consumable stack that you can carry so many meds on you. And it's just going to be so nice to actually have that combo. And this is the only thing that would actually allow you to have a really cool combo like that. So you could pair this with, you know, resourcefulness and backpacking. And you could have like the ultimate gatherer, basically. Because they're going to have extra health. They're going to have plus two max consumable stack. And they have knowledge of craftsmanship. And basically that knowledge of craftsmanship, you won't be able to specialize it. But it's going to give the ability to build a forge. It's going to allow for weapon crafting, and it's going to give you the barracks too. So you're going to have all those bonuses just by having this skill. So this skill is so useful, and honestly, I really hope Undead Laos make this into a rare skill book at some point, because in my eyes, this is more worthy of being a rare skill book than Scrum Master is. Because sewing just has so many benefits, and I really haven't heard a lot of players talk about it, and... I think it's something that should be used a lot more. So hopefully hearing me talk about it will, you know, get some people to go out and try it. And if you ever see a character with sewing on them, you know, give them a try. I mean, I really think it's a lot better of a skill than it gets credit for. And I think it's very underrated. So hopefully it gets a little bit more credit after this. But I think number three for sure. And there's definitely skills below this that other people will think are better than sewing. And I'm very happy to hear the arguments. You know, if you have an argument for why something's better than sewing, then definitely let me know. I'm willing to discuss it with anyone. So, but honestly, I think sewing deserves to get more credit. And I think it's number three. Now, one that people will be a little bit less surprised about, probably. Number two, I would say, is Lycanology. Lycanology is another one of those rare skill books. And Lycanology will give you knowledge of gardening. So, like sewing, it gives you the knowledge of one of the community skills automatically. But it gives you plus two meds per day. And honestly, like this almost equals out to what you need for meds every day. Because I don't know about a lot of players, but a lot of times all I end up spending for meds per day is usually two. So if you're only spending two meds per day, all you have to do is have like knowledge. You're good. You don't need any meds outposts. You don't need to go find meds in the world. You're good. You just have enough meds to get you through every single day of the game. And that is so key for this because... I think meds is one of the ones that's a little bit harder to find in the world sometimes. You know, there's not as many like pharmacies in the world as there are places to find materials and food, things like that. So Lycanology is very, very useful to you. And I would definitely say this is one of the best skills in the game. And the knowledge of gardening, it's not going to do a ton for you, but it will give you the extra bonus of allowing improvement of yields and growing of meds at gardens and farms. So basically, it's going to allow you to, you know, have some meds at your gardens and farms if you really want to, and it's going to improve the yields of that. So basically, just by having Lycanology, you're going to get meds for your community, and you're going to get access to making more meds if you need more meds. And I think some people, like, I think a lot of experienced players wouldn't underestimate this, but some less experienced players might underestimate how good it is to have plus two meds per day. Because like I said, that's almost all you need for you know most days in the game. There's a lot of times in my communities that I literally just spend two meds per day and that's it. So if I have like technology, I'm good. I don't have to worry about it at all. 
And having that peace of mind is really handy. And that's why Lycanology and like fishing, that's why those rank so high on my list. Because having that peace of mind to not have to worry about that and you can actually spend more time in other aspects of the game, that is very key in this game, I think. All right, we only have one left to go. I'll give everyone a second if you want to try and guess what the number one skill is in my mind. All right, so three, two, one. Number one is auto mechanics. And I did say mechanics was the best category, and I think auto mechanics is the best skill in the game. And the reason why, I mean, having access to that auto shop is very key because you can't build an auto shop without this skill. And an auto shop will give you access to all your vehicle upgrade kits, and it's going to give you access to your quick repair toolkits with this skill. So you can really repair your cars fast. You can make some of the best cars in the game. You can make like your Bandito. You can make your Rogue Mangler. You can make cars like that that you wouldn't have access to without this. Technically, like I said when I talked about automatic mechanics, you can actually buy the vehicle upgrade kits from traders and things, which it's definitely viable if you want to do it that way. I mean, if you're going to do that, then maybe the skill isn't number one for you. But the problem with that in my eyes is it's going to cost you influence to do that. And I would much rather spend my influence buying, you know, some useful guns or something like that that I wouldn't have access to elsewhere. So I'd rather spend the influence on guns, on facility mods and things like that when I can actually make the vehicle upgrade kits myself. So that's why auto mechanics is number one, I think, is because basically by having this skill, you get access to so many great cars in the game. Not only that, you really need one of the mechanic skills overall because if you don't have one of these, you can't craft toolboxes. So you really need one of these because you're going to have to repair your cars. And then kind of the gravy on top, I would say, is it gives you plus 25% fuel efficiency and plus 50% vehicle loudness reduction. So on top of all the stuff I just talked about, you're going to be more fuel efficient when you drive your cars and you're going to have less loudness you're going to attract less zombies when you drive your cars so this is a very key skill when you're playing the game and i think it's probably the top skill in my eyes i know everyone you know has their own opinions and if you think something else should be number one definitely let me know that and i'm willing to hear anyone out and hear what you have to say but for my list i think this is number one you know lichenology number two sewing three nutrition four programming is fifth Fishing, 6th. 7th is plumbing. 8th is munitions. 9 is engineering. 10 is electrical. 11 is surgery. 12 is driving. 13 is construction. 14 is sports trivia. 15 is business with kind of a asterisk. Number 16 is scrum certification. And then what I ranked as the bottom 5 skills in the game. Pharmacology, cuisine, bartending, and the bottom two, animal facts, and sexting. So those are the bottom five skills and the top 15 skills. So out of 43 skills, those are the five you really don't want and the 15 you really do want. I would say there's probably not anything that I didn't mention outside of like, you know, the top 15 and scrum certification. Besides those 16, I would really say there's not really anything you're going to want besides those 16. I mean, I'm sure people can come up with some situations that are situational where you want something else, but for the most part, those 16 are the ones you're going to want. Like, for example, I mean, if you're a player that does get infected a lot, you might want pathology, for example, but 
the other ones besides those 16, they're more situational. And if you're a player that plays a certain way, you might want that skill more. But I think overall benefit, these 16 provide the most overall benefit. And that's our list. And that's kind of the podcast. So I hope everyone enjoyed this. You know, I hope you really got a lot of use out of talking about these fifth skills because there's a lot of fifth skill options and it's kind of hard to discern, you know, which ones are better than others sometimes. So I really hope this benefited a lot of people and I hope this helps you make better decisions when you pick a fifth skill. But if you want to get in touch with me and tell me what you thought, you know, tell me what you would have for your list. I'd love to hear your list or love to just talk with you and find out what your thoughts on this were. If you want to do that, you can contact me via Twitter. I'm at Blaze Experience. You can contact me via email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com, or you can find us on Discord. We have a Discord, and if you look in the show notes, just there will be a link there, and you can click that link and get to our Discord. And I'd love to hear from you in any of those places. If you want to find the podcast, we are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, Acast, Blueberry, Podbean, Radio Public. We're on a bunch of different places, so I'm sure you'll be able to find us in some place. And if you just Google us, you'll definitely be able to find the place experience. And I would really appreciate anyone giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps the podcast grow, and it helps more people find the podcast. So you know, please leave us a review and give us some feedback and let us know what you thought. Also, like I've been mentioning the past couple episodes, we have recently joined the Podcast New Hampshire Network, so definitely check them out. It's www.podcastnh.com, and basically this is a network of a bunch of different podcasts from the state of New Hampshire, and there's a lot of different podcast types on there. There's a wrestling podcast, there's our gaming podcast, there's a podcast on wellness, podcast on business, there's some podcasts, you know, just talking about random topics. So definitely check that out and tell me what you think of those. And I do want to mention that Undead Labs will be streaming every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time or 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm Eastern, obviously, so it's 4 p.m. for me. But depending where you are, you know, it's 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Pacific. But definitely go check out those streams. You know, I'm going to try to make every single one of those streams if I can help it. So you're probably going to see me in the stream and, you know, we can talk with Undead Labs there and give them our thoughts, you know, ask them some questions and interact with them. They make a great game and I really love this game and it's definitely fun to interact with them on those streams. So definitely join those streams and, you know, show them some support. And then lastly, I do want to mention one more time, our next episode will be on Vermintide 2 that will release on Tuesday. So, you know, Look for that on Tuesday. We'll have an episode on Vermintide 2. And then our next Data Decay 2 episode will be next Saturday. So as usual, on Saturday, we will have another State of Decay 2 episode. And I hope you'll enjoy that one too. I'm not sure the topic at this time, but I will probably let you know what the topic will be on Tuesday's Vermintide 2 episode. So if you check out the Vermintide 2 episode, then you'll probably find out what the topic is for the next State of Decay episode. So thank you for everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to get some feedback from you all. So thank you very much for listening to The Blaze Experience.